You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve! It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve. With my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who keeps the alternative medicine wackos at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question you're embarrassed to take to a regular medical provider, or if you just can't ta- uh, find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. Or visit our uh, website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Or go to our merchandise store at cafepress.com slash weirdmedicine. You can also follow us at Twitter at weirdmedicine or drscottwm or Lady Diagnosis. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse, practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, or whatever. So there you go. Disclaimers out of the way. I feel like shit. Steel? Yeah, well. Oh, Lord. So I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I had my Shingrix vaccine. We did not talk about it. Holy shit, did it kick, kick me in the ass. Fuck you up, huh? Yeah, it did. Um, uh, you know, I'm like, well, I'm tough. Hey, no, no vaccine going to make me feel don't bad. You know, we've down. always talked about how people f- think they get the flu after having the flu shot. Right. Well, it's like I got the flu after taking the the uh, shingles vaccine. Mm-hmm. So this new one, the shinglets, Shingrix. Shingrix. It's, it's hard to say. It Shingrix. sounds like you're trying to make fun of some ethnic group or something, but Shingrix. Yeah. And you, um, uh, it's a killed vaccine this time, but it has an adjuvant in it that really revs up your immune system. And uh, the next day I was testy. And by the that evening, I felt like dog shit. I had um, uh, myalgias, in other words, muscle aches. Mm-hmm. I had felt malaise, in other words, I felt bad all over. I had a headache, low grade fever, you know, ninety nine point six something like mm-hmm. that. Just felt like shit. I felt like the prodrome of influenza. I didn't have the cough mm-hmm. and the tracheobronchitis that goes with influenza, but everything else that you think of with influenza, that's how I felt. Right. And uh, But this is not to dissuade people from taking the Shingrix vaccine. If you've already had a shingles vaccine, you need to take it. If you're over, I think it's over 50, mm-hmm. you need to take the shingles vaccine, and this is the one to take. This but is the, a booster, correct? Well, now, now this is an actual – well, it's an immune booster, but it is an actual vaccine. Okay. But what they're saying is it's so much more effective. Okay. Than the Zostavax, that even if you had the Zostavax already, go get this one. Okay. So if you're 67, you're listening to this, you say, well, sh- hell, I had my 
shingles vaccine five years ago, go ahead and get this one. And then, yes, you could consider it a, a booster. But um, I will take four, three to four days of feeling like dog droppings to not get shingles in my eye mm-hmm. or anywhere else and then have post-herpetic neuralgia, which is uh, uh, pain that persists after the shingles are gone for a two anywhere from six months, two years to the rest of your life hmm. and have to take medication for that. So this is worth it. But I just want people to be forewarned. I was not taking the warning seriously. They said, uh, you know, 50% of people feel bad afterward. And, you know, I, I, I took the hit for at least three or four. Well, that's how bad I felt. You did another it, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It, but worth yeah. it. Yeah, you still and my insurance paid 100%. You still don't look like you feel very well. I don't. Well, so, now it's allergy season, too. Yeah, so that probably compounded it. But uh, um, mm-hmm. it, well worth not having to worry about shingles because the um, Shingrix vaccine is greater than 90% effective in preventing shingles. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll do influenza vaccine if it's 6% mm-hmm. effective. Um, and, and we've kind of talked the influenza thing to death. Uh, I was hoping Richard David Smith was going to call in today um, because I had um, uh, talked about influenza both on the podcast and the Sirius XM show. And he uh, used to be one of those guys that was like, oh, well, I ain't, I ain't going to do no influenza vaccine. I'm a big, strong man. And then he ended up on the ventilator in a foreign state because mm. he got influenza. And uh, he is now my number one proponent in our, in our uh, listener base of uh, influenza vaccine. So mm. anyway, all right. Hey, you had, you had a news story, and then we'll take some, some phone calls. Yeah, no, I, th- I found something interesting that I just, I've just lost, but um, my computer crashed. But it was about a kid in Texas that um, – had an aneurysm when he was a child. Yeah. Um, and they thought that he his speech impairment was due to that. Okay. So he's 10 years old now, and and they they, they called him tongue-tied, and the parents just always assumed that that's the way he was supposed to speak um, until last week, and he was just undergoing normal dental procedures, and the dentist made the comment that he felt like the, the, the frenulum was really short. Okay, so the frenulum being that little strip of tissue under your tongue that you can feel right in the middle, the midline, Mm -hmm. that connects the underside of your tongue to the bottom of your mouth. And they went and had it surgically separated. Yeah. And um, the kid got a normal length tongue, and he is no longer (laughs) tongue-tied. He speaks normally now. Wow. For the first time in 10 years, which is pretty awesome. 10 years, this poor fucking kid. I know, poor kid. Uh, this is one of these things in medicine. If you present with two things, they'll have trouble diagnosing both of those things. Yes. Because you're always going to try to put uh, everything into one syndrome. Yep. So he had an aneurysm when he was before he could speak. And then he grows up and he has this weird speech impediment. And they're like, um, he must be, uh, it, it must be a sequela from right. his stroke. Yeah. stroke. Yep. Let's see if we can find uh, – let me do a YouTube search real quick. And um, let me see if I can find an example of what tongue-tied speech sounds like. Um, 
because we did this with the Wernicke's encephalopathy that yep. one time. Yep. Okay. Um, well, all right. Let's see. Well, hail. Hailed bills. <laughs> for 17 years. Her tongue tie never caused any difficulties with speech. Her ear helps us all. Oh, As an experience, say. Geraldine McNamee knows all too well. Her migraine with aura episodes became so frequent. Migraine with aura? Okay, come on. Just give us a dang... Tongue-tied. Sound of tongue-tie. Well, okay, I can't find anything. Um... Yeah, here's here's that story though. Yep. Tongue tie. Like it's like you. It's like me, huh? The more you can do, the stronger. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Everyday conversation wasn't something that came naturally to six-year-old Mason Moss. He's been in speech therapy since he was a year old. Oh. Nothing was really working. You know, he had probably a five-word vocabulary and. And we were just looking at alternative means of communication. Mason was diagnosed with Soto syndrome, which caused him to have distinctive facial features and learning disabilities. But it didn't quite explain why he couldn't speak until a trip to the dentist. Well, this may be a different kid because he didn't sound like he had a tongue-tied. No. Uh, an aneurysm. When you're in utero and you're a mom, uh, you have webbed fingers and webbed toes. Um, when you're developing, your tongue is part of the floor of your mouth and it separates uh, similarly through the same process. Okay, I'm sure Inside Edition doesn't mind us <laughs> give, giving them a, um, a plug since that's what that was from. It's on YouTube. So. Right. Um, so anyway... Um, yeah, that's very interesting. This poor kid went all this time, yeah. and he was just tongue-tied. That really is uh, part of the initial evaluation of a kid, is that you're supposed to have them stick their tongue out. If they can't do that, they're supposed to be referred to an ear, nose, and throat pediatric specialist to uh, see if they are tongue-tied. And uh, I guess they just missed it on this kid, and that's yeah. unfortunate. But, um, you know, the the good news is he can talk now. Yep. You know, they're making a big deal about this, but this is really a misdiagnosis yeah, that they should done. be cussing somebody. It should have been done at the very beginning. But um, I was tongue-tied. Um, my uh, When my wisdom teeth came in, mm-hmm. my front teeth kind of got crooked. And anytime I would perform cunnilingus, mm-hmm. I would abrade my frenulum because I was very vigorous on my front <laughs> teeth, right? Mm-hmm. And I, t- I was a, a medical resident, and uh, I told my ear, nose, and throat professor, who I was uh, rotating with about it, and I showed him my frenulum, and he said, oh, yeah, you're you know partially tongue-tied. So on my rotation, he took um, uh, uh, some uh, – back then, they used cocaine. He put cocaine on a, uh, on a piece of gauze and clamped it around my frenulum, right? Yep. To numb it. And uh, cocaine is a uh, topical anesthetic, and then it's, you know, you don't care, mind so much about the procedure once it uh, gets into your bloodstream, too. Right. And then he took uh, two forceps um, or clamps, clamped right close to my tongue and right close to the base of my mouth. So he had two uh, separated like a pie shape hmm. with tissue in between. Is that, am I explaining yep, sure, this? Sure. So they were sticking out of my mouth, and then he just cut between the two, mm-hmm. and they, those clamps kept it from bleeding. Wow. 
and uh, and then when he released the uh, the clamps, I don't know if he uh, did some cautery or something, but he released the clamps, and it bled a little bit, and then that was it. And then I could stick my tongue out like dang, uh, um, oh, uh, what's his name from uh, Kiss? Gene Gene Simmons. Gene yeah. Simmons. Yeah. You, look, you look like a giraffe. Yeah, so I can do some <laughs> uh, some funky uh, some funky cunnilingus. <laughs> Speaking awesome. of funky cunnilingus, it sounds like Lady Diagnosis yep. is downstairs. I just heard uh, my ring video doorbell go off, so we'll get her up here and see what she thinks about that. So, yeah, so that's very interesting. So to the pediatricians, there she is. pediatric dentists, and primary care folks who take care of kids, please screen all your kids for tongue-tied. Hello, Lady Diagnosis. Hello. How are you? I don't know if your microphone's on. Tell me when it's on. Okay, there you go. Hello, Dr. Steve. There she is. I noticed you didn't bother putting any makeup on today, and you know what? It doesn't matter. You look fantastic. She's naturally purdy. She sure is. Thanks. Why even bother with that? You know, um, no, here's double vasectomy feces. Click. <laughs> um, um, yeah, you know, women sit in front of them. How long do you take to get ready in the morning? About no. three hours. <laughs> For real? Well, yeah. from the time I get in the shower to walk out the door. But I do a lot of stuff. Maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, just 10 minutes. Okay. Brush my teeth, you know. Well, I know a lot of women that spend at least 45 minutes doing things with their eyebrows, with their eyelashes, putting on the makeup, putting the foundation on. And I curl my eyelashes and mascara. I don't even brush my hair. Yeah. Yeah, because you but, have those long blonde locks. Why would you locks. bother? I don't really care what yeah. I look like as long as I'm clean. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's the right. confidence of a woman who already knows that she's got it all going on. And there are other women out there that um, have it all going on, but they don't have the confidence that you have. So they spend know. a lot of time, uh, you know, making themselves up and stuff like that. Caking so. on all that makeup. Yeah. But anyway, no, well, you know, I'm talking. I'm, well, I know. I'm just making conversation. It's just interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. and it amazes me how much time they spend when they look better. They look great I think, already. Yeah, yeah, without any. Yeah. But you can't tell them that. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever seen anybody that is is often heavily made up, and mm-hmm. then you see them out at the grocery store when they're not? <laughs> they do look funny. Uh, well, that's just because you're not so used to different. seeing them that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Well, anyway, you look delightful, and oh, I'm glad that you. you showed up. So, thank you. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like, it... I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Let's take this call. Hi, Dr. Steve. Uh, I got a question with my girlfriend. I've been with her close to six years now, and we have sex probably twice a day, and she is unable to have an orgasm. And she, from what she has told me before, has never experienced an orgasm with her other partners. Is there anything that I can do to help the situation at hand and to help it move along, maybe to have a better understanding of if I'm doing something wrong or maybe if she's doing something wrong that we can... That she's doing something wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong is the wrong word to use here. Because there, then when you start assigning blame, and I know that's not what you're trying to do, but, but. Um, when you start assigning responsibility and when you use words like wrong, then it, it is kind of a blaming sort of thing. Then you enhance the anxiety and the mm-hmm. pressure to try to f- to perform, and that's a problem. So instead of why aren't you, you should say what can I do. Well, of course. Well, and 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 that's what he's trying to yeah. do. But uh, I have learned over the years that you got to be careful how you say these things. Exactly. So and then saying, well, what am I doing wrong? Then it makes it about you too. So you know, it's like, what can we do together? Mm-hmm. First off, mm-hmm. is she bothered by it? I have known women that say I've never had an orgasm, but I enjoy having sex. I just feel good the whole time, and it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, other women are frustrated that they can't ever have an orgasm. I knew somebody who was had primary anorgasmia, and what primary anorgasmia means is that they've never had an orgasm from day one, which is the same with this lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned out that this person had had a procedure when she, before she went through puberty that rendered her infertile for the rest of her life. And par, uh, my uh, my hypothesis was that there was a part of her that said, I can never have children. And it's not that that's just the driving thing in everybody, but it is a primal drive is to procreate. Uh, I will never have children, and therefore, why should I enjoy having intercourse? And I thought it was a psychological block. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I did some uh, did some research and found um, a physician that would say, yeah, you know, that could be reversed. There's no reason that couldn't be reversed. And lo and behold, soon thereafter, she began having orgasms. So uh, that kind of, I felt, bolstered my hypothesis. Mm-hmm. That this was a, um, uh, and I'm not violating HIPAA. This was a friend of mine, so, and I've masked as many things as I can to make it so that <laughs> nobody would know who this person is. Um, but anyway, so uh, I, sometimes it's psychological, and uh, so people with primary anorgasmia. Then there's people who have acquired anorgasmia. They used to have orgasms, but now can't. And then there's situational anorgasmia. They're able to have an orgasm on certain circumstances like oral sex or masturbation or with, only with a certain partner. And then uh, there's generalized anorgasmia. They can't have orgasms under any circumstance. 
and those can be primary or acquired. So, you, you know, it's, what could it be? Are, are there physical causes? Is there a disease? Well, probably not because she's, particularly with primary anorgasmics, unless there was a, you know, a, a congenital malformation of the private parts, there's uh, most likely not going to be a disease. Is there a gynecologic issue? Uh, you know, hysterectomy, cancer surgeries. Well, that's not the case in this one. Medications. Well, she... Is, has she been on some medication her whole life? Uh, if the answer is no, that's probably not it. Alcohol and smoking, those kinds of things. Psychological uh, causes, anxiety or depression, poor body image, any kind of stress, financial pressures, cultural or religious beliefs. You know, in my friend's case, you know, there was a uh, a uh, psychological block, you know, um, because she was unable to procreate. Embarrassment, guilt, past sexual or emotional abuse, any of those kinds of things. If any of these resonate, then um, uh, if you don't have a friend like me that can do some research and find out some things, (laughs) then you need to uh, see a behavioral therapist or a sex therapist and see if you can get some of this stuff taken care of. Um, uh, One thing you can try... If a woman is able to have an orgasm at all, the womanizer will induce that said orgasm. And uh, you can get one of those at stuff.drsteve.com and uh, scroll down to the very last thing. And it is a hands, well, it's hands off, no touching uh, orgasm machine. It's supposed to be very intense and uh, we have yet to try it. It's been how many weeks? <laughs> Still haven't tried it, Still but waiting. I am getting excellent reports from everywhere that this is the case, so you hmm. can try that. Cool. But uh, finding a sex therapist, uh, she needs to see an OBGYN, make sure there isn't a physical cause for it. If there isn't one, then um, uh, you know a sex therapist. But make sure, first off, that this is something that actually bothers her, because it may not. You know, But if uh, she may not also know what she's missing as well. So, mm-hmm. All right. Okay, um, let's do this real quick. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, it's never a good look when you untuck a long, bulky dress shirt. You may think it makes you look casual, but more than likely, it just ends up looking sloppy. That's why Untuck It makes shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked. A casual shirt that's not too long and not too short, it's just right. Shirts designed so well, GQ calls them perfection. I can echo that. I have four of these. Uh, I had them long before they became sponsors of the show. I love my um, untucked shirts. And better than that, my spouse loves them. She's the one that bought them for me because I'd wear my shirts either tucked in and look like a goober head, (laughs) or I'd wear them untucked and look sloppy. So this is a nice Perfect middle pass, yeah. And uh, when after she bought me uh, one of them, I bought three more for myself. Uh, they're a go-to for any occasion, from casual to dressy. And not only do they look good, they feel great. And lady diagnosis: if you're a woman wishing you can have one of these, well, untuck I it am. now. Make shirts for women too. <laughs> shirts for her that are casual, versatile, and designed to last. Log on to untuckit.com. Check out all the new arrivals and use the promo code MEDICINE for 20% off your entire purchase. Um, 
You can also visit one of Untucket's over 25 retail locations across the country. Stop hiding your shirt with your pants and your pants with your shirt. Untuckit.com, your solution to perfecting casual attire. Use promo code MEDICINE for 20% savings off for the first time. Customers, that's Untuckit.com, promo code MEDICINE. All right, very good. Cool. Thank you, Untucket. Hey, Dr. Steve. Not really a question, but you asked uh, on Twitter if I should leave a message about CBD. Uh, I had been prescribed diazepam to help deal with anxiety. And uh, ultimately, I found CBD as an alternative. I'm no longer on any kind of addictive medication like that. Uh, I'm sorting myself out uh, now via a vape. I know, asshole vape. <laughs> but uh, it works. I can use my medicine when I need to, calm down, etc. And ultimately, I'm no longer in the hands of anyone else other than myself. And that's the best way to be, man. Thank you, uh, anyways, for asking me on uh, on the quiz. Okay. Hey, cool, man. That's, uh, of course, anecdotal. Sure. <clears throat> um, evidence, but that's good. I'm glad he's uh, off everything else. And look, mm-hmm. the um, FDA recently uh, took cannabidiol off of the Schedule 1 of controlled substances, which I wasn't aware it was on. Schedule one, one and either because That's- it's been legal in so many states for so long, right? Uh, but uh, they took it off the most restrictive class of controlled substances, and this is a move that allows the sale of the first non synthetic cannabis derived medication to win federal approval, and that's Epidolex. And it is, um, uh, it, these, um, Drugs include finished dose formulations of CBD with THC below 0.1% will be considered Schedule 5 drugs. So the DEA has uh, five uh, schedules. Uh, Schedule 1 are drugs that they uh, deem to have no medicinal value. That would be right now for the feds, marijuana, although states have rescheduled these. Uh, LSD, cocaine, that kind of stuff. Uh, actually, cocaine probably isn't in there. Uh, it'd be um, uh, LSD, um, just all illegal drugs. Mushrooms. Yeah, magic mushrooms, that yep. kind of stuff. Uh, schedule two would be um, your hydrocodone, oxycodone, Perxid, hydro, fentanyl. hydromorphone, fentanyl, and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Schedule threes are um, uh, codeine-containing medications, and I believe Cizerp is in there as well. And although Cizerp may be scheduled for, depends on how it's formulated. Depends on how much codeine is in it. Mm-hmm. Schedule fours are um, your um, uh, Valium and Xanax, benzodiazepines, Carisoprodol is in there, and then Schedule fives are things like um, Neurontin. Depends on the state on that one. Mm-hmm. Neurontin has been scheduled five in Tennessee. Not sure that it is uh, federally. <clears throat> so the things that are uh, considered to be of the least abuse potential are Schedule Fives. Now, the federal government recognizes the state's right 
to in or to decrease the number on anything. In other words, if you've got a drug that's not scheduled by the feds and the state wants to schedule it, when they can make it schedule four, three, two, or one, that's fine. The federal government does not recognize the right of the states to go in the other direction. In other words, to take a Schedule 1 and make it into a non-scheduled medication Mm. or a Schedule 5 or any other number. And so that's why the feds have an issue with states that have made marijuana um, legal. Recreational. Yeah. Well, or medical, I guess. Either one. They particularly have a problem with states that have made it recreational, Mm -hmm. but they have chosen not to enforce those rules. That could change any time. Depends on who the attorney general is and depends on who the president is. If they decided, hey, we're going to enforce this, all of a sudden they're kicking in the doors to dispensaries and stuff, it's going to be a real problem. It is the cat is really kind of out of the bag to the point where that would be a huge political issue, mm-hmm. I think, if they decided to do that. But they could do it. Yep. So uh, we still got to push for um, that not federal <laughs> federal decriminalization and r- really legalization. Uh, you know, why would my hospice give it to us for hospice patients? Mm-hmm. Just start there and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Why would a hospice patient uh, uh, need to be? Um, uh, kept away from a modality that we know helps them, which includes marijuana and not just Delta 9 THC. Yeah, we got the Marinol, Mm -hmm. uh, not indicated for um, uh, wasting syndromes and appetite stimulation. It's really only indicated uh, for chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting, and it's crazy expensive. So because it's only indicated for that, you can't get the insurance companies to pay for it. And uh, you know, if you write it off label, mm. did you have something, or are you just you're just texting oh, no. over there? Oh, I thought you were I'm doing te- research, and I you're just texting, over there texting. Texting um, your wife. Oh, texting my <laughs> wife. <laughs> um, oh, we've got a call, but hey, uh, I bet he can't hear anything because I don't. I never called into Skype, Ooh. so let me do that real quick. Um, he's just sitting there, <laughs> sitting there, twiddling Patience. his thumbs. Aww. Yep. Well, he deserves a chance. That's right. Let's just see here. Oh boy, this is uh, this is ver- riveting. This is riveting. <laughs> I'm waiting for Skype to. Okay, here we go. They're on the edge of their seats, about to yeah. fall mm-hmm. on the floor asleep. Asleep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Watch him hang up while I'm doing this. I know. Oh, here we go, Hello. people. Hold on. You better hear your funky colors. Why is the why are the volume so low? He is now in the host room. He is now in the host room. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know why the volume is so low. Richard. Oh God. Yes. Hello. Hey, I may have to. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. I may let me pick you up. Let's close this episode down and then we'll call you back because there's something is way wrong with our connection. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, can you just hang on for a couple more minutes? Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll close this show down and then we'll test between the break. We'll get the volume up and then we'll uh, and then we'll talk, okay? Okay, so you're going to call me. I can I can call you back. Yeah, I can do that if you want to just hang up. I need you on, though, so that we can – if you can just stay on. Just Let me put you back on hold 
And then uh, we'll. You're calling in about influenza, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do that. Calls back. No, I, I need him. Oh. I, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. No, I need him to be on oh. the line so that I can uh, test the, the uh, volume. The volume. There's. I'm not sure what's going on. What's wrong? But we'll figure it out. All right. Hey, don't forget stuff.drsteve.com. Stuff.drsteve.com for all your Amazon needs. Uh, really makes a big difference. Don't forget tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID for 33% off. The uh, best earbuds on the market for the price. Check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. You got anything new on there? Just that nasal spray selling need, like hotcakes. Yeah. Yep. Is it selling like hot? Does it really? Yeah. I'm going to do some right now. It's good stuff, man. It's good for you. Oh, it's got boogers on the end of it. Yes. Push, push, pass. No. I love ah. it. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's bad allergy season. It is the uh, best nasal spray on the market as well. Uh, don't forget blueapron.com slash medicine. You get your first three free or free <laughs> your first three f- meals. Damn. Free. Try saying that five times real fast. Mm. Try saying it once. I'm gonna <laughs> thank you very much. There you go. I can myself a bill. <laughs> Your first three meals free. First three meals free at blueapron.com slash medicine. Untuckit.com. Use offer code medicine for 20% off uh, first-time orders. And if you want to hear uh, archives of this show, which why would you after today's show, go to premium.drsteve.com. That's premium.drsteve.com. Buck 99 uh, a month. And uh, you get access to all of the previous shows. Go to uh, Google Play or to the App Store and download the Weird Medicine app. That's the best way to listen to it. Thanks always go to Dr. Scott and uh, Lady Diagnosis. We can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teft, Eric Nagel, Roland Campo, Sam Roberts, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Ron Bennington, and Fizz Watley, whose early support of this show has never gone unappreciated. Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel. SiriusXM channel 103, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday 5 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Don Wicklin's pleasure. Well, it's not Don Wicklin anymore. It's Jim McClure now. So other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Until next time. Check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine.